Let's put the rad in radical. If you're looking to expand your life, then you've come to the right place. We're Amanda, Ali, and Reina, and each week we're setting the scene to level up our everyday lives in all areas. Mindset, lifestyle, community, and more. And we want you to come with. How did you tell your parents that you were pregnant at 18? Because you just said I... you would have done anything to lie and not say a word. Like, were you sh- shitting absolute bricks or were you, this was an open relationship where you could talk about motherhood was kicking off for you at 18? I could with my mom Oh, so... because she had me at 16. So I was like, like, as soon as I told Brett, I was like in the car to tell my mom because I was like terrified. And I honestly don't remember telling my dad. I should like really like deep think on that because it was probably traumatizing and I probably cut it out of my head she to be honest. She buried that shit. She buried that show. I really have no memory of my dad's reaction. So I probably had, it's kind of like when my dad found out I got breast implants the first time. He was like, <laughs> it was so awkward. He was like, that's not, those, those are new. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bottom yeah. over the weekend. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is awkward. I don't know. I, I don't have that. Fu- you know, this is fu- like, I, I'm i so freaking glad that you're pregnant because I'm like, now do this and do this and do this because yeah. like, I never had that, like sit down and tell them they're going to be grandparents or like, you know what I mean? That stuff yeah. that you now, I think in your thirties and, and on are just like, you have a different appreciation for, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, having said that, there's also the flip coin of, of age. And then, you know, that we've talked about this before too, mm-hmm. where you're like, am I running out of time and things like that? I'm like, and, yeah. and I've spoken to younger moms who like you were like, I started really early. So by the time I'm 40, like I'm they're off, I'm out, like we're sailing the world without them. And I can just be a free bird, free nest kind of thing. So, but I wonder how many of them, cause I'm now creeping to the age where I'm like, okay, how many of them are actually enjoying that? Or are you all now sad and want to have more babies? I don't know. Right. Like, yep. Because you get to that age, I, I feel like now at my age is like where I'm very curious again, even though I have two kids, I'm like starting to get curious where I'm like, what would it feel like? I don't even remember what it feels like. I remember flutters, but like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a different appreciation, I think, that comes with age that I didn't have then. So now let me ask you this. Are you thinking about babies at all at this point then? If you've reflected about, is it so good for those who are like out of You've not been around? Where have you been the last little while? I, I want to know. I want to know now because we're at this space where she's saying potentially. Yeah. yeah like, what would you do? Yeah, put a baby in me. That's her new one. <laughs> that's her tattoo. That's like, it's on in her forehead. Her. Yeah. <laughs> Insert here. Insert <laughs> here. Yeah. No, I am. But also, like, now that said that, I'm also like, like, now that he was like, you know, I'm going to kind of. I've let it go or whatever. I'm also not, I, we just need to, I think have another conversation where we're like, okay, no, yeah. for real now, what are we going <laughs> to, because yeah, now I'm like, but it would be cool traveling with you. And it would be cool buying a bunch of just little houses and doing this and doing that. And like, you know what I mean? So well, I yeah. don't know, but well, that, that is my a... gut says, um, put a baby in me now. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with your gut about it because right. you know, you, right. I, it would not be the the way if let's say you were saying almost out of a frantic panicky space of oh my god I'm running out of time or this or that if I want another yeah. one but for you it almost seems so organic where you're like 
put a baby in me. Absolutely. I am. So you know, there's no, you're so right. There isn't that like fear of like age right now where I feel like if I really stopped to think about it, I could probably create that fear, but there's not. It's just like this watching you. It's like, there's this cure. I want to feel it again. Like there's this curiosity to like have that appreciation of creating a human again. You know what I mean? I, I would have another baby if I was younger. Yeah. yeah. You, you That's just- how crazy mother nature grinds yeah. your ears after everything that I went through after every the pain the upset the tears the blood the ripping the all of it and you still want to have it (laughs) I know and it's not even like the 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 birth I mean that's not even that's literally a millisecond in the the giant journey that is you know is to come after it right but yeah man so what's the thing that keeps you coming back for more right now if it's not the, if it's not the, like the newborn part of it, what is, what's the thing that now you're like, cause you're, you know, you have a four and a three, almost three-year-old, right? So you're no, at this four and, fi- uh, four and a five-year-old, four and five, my goodness. So you're at this stage where, you know, you're able to see the light at the end of the, the freaking army crawling through the dark nights and stuff like that. So why would you go back for a third? What is the thing that makes your heart know it's worthwhile? family. (laughs) Like it's, it's, it's something that is definitely like deep in me that I love, love, love. But, um, watching my two girls hang, they have friends forever. They are chilling. They're building Lego stuff. They're blocking, they're coloring, they're laughing. They had a tickle fight last night. Um, Sasha fell and skinned her knee and Charlie ran over and like covered her and was yelling, mama, sisters hurt. And I'm going, oh my God, look at this little crew. And see, and that's what you get to like, but then there's also that state that comes in that's like, that's the last time, last period where you're ever gonna be able to experience that again. And then it's like teenagers and you're like, oh God, if I could go back and just like cuddle you one more time or like change this one more time or like something right it's like seeing you have that thought of like starting over again it's terrifying and exciting it's a song or a poem or something and it was about the last time that I got to hug you or that you sat on my knee or something and it crushed my soul and again no I don't I mean we're not going to have a third you have to also look at things financially and emotionally and (laughs) I don't know that our marriage could handle another one, but, but I don't uh, know if I'm mentally stable enough. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but my heart would love another one. Uh, you know, uh, I, I do like project in the future and I want a busy house. And I think that the minute you take that leap and have a baby, you need to wrap your head as it, like, it was a big challenge for me to wrap my head around this, but my life is not mine anymore. Right. So those little, those little moments that I get with my husband are so juicy compared to the way they used to be. I don't have like multiple nights away or anything like that. So I really savor those little things, but it's really shifted to the thing, like the thought I should say that I want a busy house. I love the noise. I love the music. I love the chit chat and everybody at the counter cooking and like, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it into one. You love a party. And so if you're like, if I can create my own crew, if I can design my own 
crew to rally and be my party. I know, Ali, that's your number one choice. But the party comes like that, and then there's no leaving the party <laughs> ever. So there's that on the flip side where I also am like, okay, like looking at you guys, like how many times did we get on episodes where we're like, Amanda, go do it, go, you and Will, go do it, go do it, go do it, go do it, because you're not going to get the opportunity to very soon. And I also think about that, about like, you know, if we didn't start over, we're very close to having that kind of like freedom and flexibility again. You know what I mean? That you kind of miss out on by having that. I know, but I'm just, and this, this could stir the pot, but my thing, and and Raina, this is where I'd love you, but then what? Like I, I but I think to myself, I'm like, man, that'd be amazing. Like, you know, my forties doing this with my husband and my fifties and, and then my sixties, I'm, Okay, well, and then what? Like you said it with the with the full house, like wanting the chaos and the busyness and the party and like the energy. Like there are evenings where the girls are just both upstairs doing the same thing, and it's Chad and I and the dogs, and I'm like, it's amazing. But I also love the chaos of what is the entire pack being together. You know what I mean? And now that you're like experimenting with like college and we're talking about getting your driver's license and I'm like you're literally leaving me forever and now I'm experiencing that feeling of like empty nesters like soon to be empty nesters where you're like no please don't go like wait 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 I was kidding I don't want that freedom and flexibility like actually please hold on and don't leave me <laughs> you know and I mean more power to you if, if you if kids and all that sort of thing isn't yes or um you know wheelhouse Maybe it's just my jealousy coming through where I'm like, well, I'm already signed up for it. So you guys can't have a fabulous life. I, you know, it's very, it's very possible that I could be speaking out of immense jealousy, but I'm wondering though, um, you know, Amanda, it, I found myself really overwhelmed with, you know, we talked about this on the other pregnancy with information and, and stories and like, you know, Raina and I can tell you our birthing stories and they're very different because we know each other's. Um, and then I remember hearing all these birth stories and then I'd have fear set in and I'd be like, oh my God, this is that. What are you hearing that makes you uneasy or that you're like fearful or that you go, oh my God, I heard this. And is, is this great question? Happen? Listen, I think the whole experience as a whole is like this, this mind trip, right? Like where you're just recognizing that I'm a person growing another person and that in and that in and of itself, like if you take two minutes to acknowledge that you created a walking, talking human being, that all of that is a huge, a huge terror, <laughs> but, but existential terror in a good and a terrifying way. The, in terms of a birth story, like that has just been my primary focus since finding out I'm pregnant. It's been mental health. It's been learning breath work. It's been journaling emotions. It's been being incredibly in tune with my body so that I can have a strong ass mind for when that day comes because I don't know what my body is going to go through I've never experienced that before and you can tell me as much as you want and it doesn't matter because my body is mine but what I know for certain is that my my mind has been there with me when I have been knocked down rebuilding pieces and when I have been soaring the highest of highs and so in that moment what's important is just that I know I'm safe I'm supported I'm loved I can be calm I can also be not calm, but I can know that everything will be okay. Um, some of the things I think that freak me out are potentially not making it to the hospital. I think um, I, I've seen a couple, I don't know if you've like seen- Like giving birth in the car? Like giving birth 
in the car. Did you guys watch that video from a Canadian oh. couple who recently gave birth just on the side of a highway? And I'm talking not a moment too soon did that man pull over for baby three to make her grand entrance and just seeing mom be like, listen, buddy, get your hands here because I can't catch her. What the fuck are you doing in the back getting the blanket? Your hands need to be right here, right a second. <laughs> and just hearing her agony and seeing her I mean, it was only like a 10 minute video, but the progression of her jumping in saying, having a bit of contractions, but it's all good. And then you get to the crunch time when baby's coming and she's like, pull over, I'm having the baby. And I'm, I sobbed, you guys. I sobbed uncontrollably when I watched that video and I looked at Will and I said, I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> And I'm just, I think the biggest fear is not making it to professional hands who know what they're doing. And here's the thing too. You could really tell that she understood what was going on. Mom, I mean, mom was at baby three, you know, she knew hands need to be here, get the, the towel, like the whatever, like she knew what the husband had to grab all this stuff. Um, I am on baby one <laughs> and find that the, the experience barometer is way to zero. So I do like in traffic being like anyone a doctor anyone a doctor come on doctor can you I imagine Amanda I am one phone call away and I will without hesitation get my hands up in there and deliver that baby this is so up my alley of yummy I would be like come on baby right into the slide out everybody needs to get themselves a friend like Ali who's willing to just go go deep at a moment's notice drop of a hat highway side just making it happen magical life Ali's just there catcher's mitts in hand she's like ready to go you know what though there is a lot of magic like you just said not just if you know this woman who delivered in the car that's magical and stuff but I'm gonna tell you what I think is the most magic thing and maybe we can show a clip of this but Amanda let's talk maternity pants because those actually are magic are they not magic do you have them on I know model you fashion show fashion show like yes why itty bitty bump I cannot handle you I know but I don't yeah. understand why normal pants don't have that every mm -hmm. time I would slide into my maternity jeans or shorts or whatever I was like this is the most comfortable I have ever felt in my entire life listen you know I didn't wear them though when I was pregnant because they were kind of like I mean I was young to the point where I was like those are like old lady maternity pants like I had the belly that was rocking the rubber band between the thing and the button you know what I mean to like hold the pants shut well, you I know, love this look a lot better this this <laughs> these are the type of pants people where I feel like every woman just needs them you know I'm Italian the type of meals that we eat the type of meals that I have ingested over time would boggle your mind. He still looks at me and is like, how are you the size you are? It doesn't add up the math. The math isn't there, you know? Um, and these pants, I think, are an investment every woman should really explore. And or the fashion industry should stop telling us is only for one reason. And we need to stop trying to fit in we need to stop trying to squeeze and micro suck in our way into clothes and realize clothes are made to fucking fit us. And so just be your own size, wear whatever makes you feel comfortable. And yeah, right now I'm at the point where I cannot, I, even if I tried to squeeze into my jean shorts, it's not happening. I'm at week 16 and um, we have, that ship has sailed. So these are my very first time ever wearing maternity anything. So you saw it on rad first people. <laughs> We is wear it, leggings. Like, why are we yes. so, you know what I mean? Like, why is it not a thing? This like, is every what day. Like, I literally have leggings on right now and they could be Me denim too. with this top and 
boom, maternity pants. I don't understand it. This is why Lululemon took off. Like let's yeah. be real is because mm -hmm. finally a company came regardless of if you like Lulu or not, the a company came that gave women the permission to wear flexible clothes that yeah. still look good on you, but you're comfortable. Yeah. Get, get yourself some leggings. Yeah. And you know, go get some more maternity pants. I have to say though, these particular leggings, like the Lulu leggings, I, I only own two and I, I only just got them for the first time last September. So um, I'm new to this whole Lulu game. And what I will say is that they are the only leggings out of everything you see here as I showcase my closet to you on today's episode of Rad that still fit me. And I'm at week 16. I'm at the point where everything else I, I put on is like the elastic is so tight. I, I could pass out or they're forgiving. Yes, they really the Lulu ones. Yeah, they're very comfortable. So I don't want to say that I'm giggling at you. Amanda, but I love that you're you're thinking that right now you're like, listen, nothing's fitting me. I'm at week 16. You guys have no idea. Girl, you have no idea how much bigger you're going to get. Like you are going to be so big that at that last like week or two, you'll be like this. It, I don't understand what's happening at this point. Like I was 42 weeks and three days. I was two weeks and three days over my due date. I was huge. I yeah, how, can you walk us through the, can we talk a bit about mind and body? Because that, you asked about my fears and I did mention the birthing fear, but I, I don't particularly have this fear. And I think I, I can lend that to Reina's point a little bit about being older in this game a tiny bit and having spent literally over eight years working on my mental health and well-being. But I've, obviously my body is changing clothes don't fit I'm noticing my body is getting bigger I'm gaining weight my boobs are out of control okay so what I know is that looking through the online world which again I don't recommend because you'll get lost in the sea of google for unsolicited advice and opinions is the negative connotation around it sometimes like I find people are very worried about their weight gain or they're upset about it or or they don't recognize that they have one beautiful job and it's to grow this human and so unfortunately it breaks my heart but I find it almost taints that like you said that progression and that growth that is inevitable that you cannot avoid you know some people are bigger than others but that is so irrelevant everyone's journey is incredibly unique so you know can you talk a little bit about that you were two and a half weeks almost over your due date your body reached lengths and sizes i'm sure you couldn't fathom at the time how do you navigate the body image with knowing and reconciling this is normal this is women have been doing this for thousands millions of years like how do you reconcile the body image things that could come up when you're navigating first pregnancy well i will definitely tell you that my first and second pregnancies were completely different my first one i am not like i'm just going to own it but i did track my weight like i was watching how much i was gaining I was very hyper-conscious. That's also just the way that I always have been with my own body image. Um, I've never been a tiny girl. And I remember a lot of people were like, don't worry, the minute you start breastfeeding, the weight just falls off. And I was like, oh, damn, yes, the weight's gonna fall off. No, not for me. My, my weight just like hung on. And I was a master breastfeeder. Like I did not have an issue at all with milk. I could pump and be spraying milk to everywhere. So there was no issues there, but yes, cow utterville. But I really- I have a funny story <laughs> later. No, no, I, I am here for, for, it has something to do with your boobs and I'm in. 
but it, it was really challenging for the first. Um, and then my second, I did not give two rats asses about my weight. And I ate cinnamon buns on the plethora. I ate whatever I could to help with my morning sickness, did not care. And I thought, I'm just going to deal with all this later. And I packed on a lot of weight. I'm, I see some pictures of me and I'm like, oh, wow. But, um, you know, I found it really hard to navigate. I did. I definitely was very conscious of my body changing. And I leaned on the thought of, you know, I'll start breastfeeding and it'll just melt away. And it didn't. <laughs> and, and that's okay. Now that I am, you know, out of the child rearing years, I'm like, oh, maybe I should have loosened up on that a bit. Well, I want to add, like, again, back in the olden days when I had children, there was no like social media, like crazy, right? Like I didn't, I didn't have MySpace. I think I was a little bit young for that. Maybe I did get Facebook eventually, but when I was having kids, like I didn't have that comparison to like compare my body to other women on social media who had baby bellies or post baby or whatever. Like I ate and I, everybody kept saying, you're eating for two. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm eating for two. I'm going to keep eating for two. And I would listen to the doctor and the doctor said I was good. I was good. And I keep eating. And there was no comparison, but I will say afterwards, you know, a few years later passed and two, another kid passes. And then it's like, that's when I started to develop the eating disorder stuff was post baby. I did have social media. Then there was a whole like comparison that was, you know, into play at that point so it's crazy to just like think back and actually see that fall into place now where you're like holy shit I didn't have anything to like say well you're fat you need to like look at those skinny girls post baby on so like I didn't have that you know what I mean yeah I got to be more in the moment I think that's an incredibly valuable space to have been in because you know at this point yeah you're bombarded with social you're bombarded with you know, even if you try your best to not compare, you still see images and that of course we're visual beings. And so that absolutely imprints in your, your mind and, and it's hard to shake sometimes. And yeah, I, I think that at this point, I just recognize that um, I, I, I'm old enough in this now at this point to just realize I just love this body. I am just so grateful to be alive. I'm just so thankful to be able to walk, to move, to create literally create I'm creating while we're recording like it's just the most mind-boggling thing and I I think because there's that sort of perspective and gratitude and you know perhaps that comes with loss perhaps that comes with the fact that we've lost people in my family and I've had to recognize that this is incredibly finite our time here but I don't want to shit all over this experience because of social media or google or comparison or a magazine or this or that like that's my my that's sort of like the opposite of the fear is is not so much that I'm afraid I'll adopt it. It's more so I am literally adamant on not adopting that. It's like my- You're aware of it. Yeah, like I'm too aware. I'm too aware of, I, I don't have any rush after the baby comes to fucking lose anything. The only thing I have to do is take care of me and to take care of them. And that's that. And to be here with my nuclear family and to respect my body for what the fuck it just did, you know? Um, and what a beautiful moment to be able to live in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's huge. I don't think a lot of people allow themselves to be in that moment. No. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, Amanda, I was the absolute flip. 
you know, I, I, can you tell me about that? I want to know about your experience after the fact and, and thoughts and things like that. And by the way, just, I really appreciate you both going through this because I know you're reliving like years ago, you're going through like things, a really emotional event in the life of a, of a mother, a woman, if, if that is how they decide their path is meant to unfold. That's amazing. And um, I just, yeah, I really appreciate you guys chatting about this. Oh my gosh. Well, we got a new baby coming and it's striking the fires in our ovaries. So yes, no, <laughs> there's no, no worries. And plus there's every the episode now is going to be about babies because we're all just like craving yeah. right now. And I would say majority of our listeners are women, right? So whether or not you have been a mother, you want to be a mother, you don't want to be, we've all had those issues with our body. Right. And the crazy thing for me was that I knew I shouldn't be feeling like that, right? Like I wanted to have deep appreciation for what my body did. And I, I did, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm growing an elbow. Look at this eyelash. Like, I'm sure I am throwing down some major genetic biology shit right now, but it still played a factor every time that I was like, gosh, I, I like, I'm now have to get out of this bra and wear one that like clips, like for me to unleash a boob, I had to unhook it. I don't know. Like you're not, I don't think you're there, Amanda, but Raina, Raina's laughing because she knows, and maybe you can tell me your big boob story, but I had to unhook a boob. Like my boobs were hooked in. And I was like, this, this is not, this is crazy. Like it's crazy. I, I did not have good breastfeeding experience. And I know that's also very like, you know, big topic. Um, so I didn't even know if I want to get into it, but I did not. Like, I remember, I don't even know if you want these horror stories or not. Like neither of them really latched very well at all. And so I would spend my nights like wrapped in ace bandage around my chest with a towel around my chest and still wake, wake up like soaking wet because my milk and boobs are just like so engorged because I couldn't it was all messed up it was the most painful part of my entire pregnancy no I like I and I know like then I see people who are like it was so beautiful and that's where our bond was and all of these things and I'm like I did not have that experience it makes me so sad so I also like part of me is like I want I I also am living vicariously through you if I never have another baby but like, I'm like I would love to have like just a where you're in this headspace of like positivity where you know what to expect and you're like no I know the benefits of breastfeeding so I'm really gonna like really try this time instead of being like nope they're not attaching so and this hurts so I'm gonna just stop now hand me the bottle <laughs> you know what I mean like that's kind of my approach at that but age it, it's so what Amanda just said it's an appreciation for your body so whether yeah. you can breastfeed you can't it's just meeting your body wherever it's at and saying like okay this isn't working this is working pivot pivot um, because that's the name of the motherhood game, right? It's yes, and I, I agree wholeheartedly because you know your your bond is is that which you build with your heart and your connection and your devotion to this little being. Um, it, while it may be absolutely beautiful and so organic and natural to be able to breastfeed, um, I know plenty of moms who didn't and and just have the most beautiful connection with their little ones. Like there is no right or wrong. And um, I, I saw someone say this quote, and I thought it was so so funny they called um they, it was a parent and they were sharing their experience and they just said just remember like every parent does things differently and you don't ever need to take advice bullies to heart and i was like advice bullies 
advice bullies. I'm like, oh my That's God. That's gold. Isn't that gold? I was like, oh my goodness. I'm like, that is such gold. That's exactly what I have zero tolerance for. Like, I'm proud that it worked for you. I'm excited that X, Y, and Z was your path or, or your experience, but I am super pumped to have my own. <laughs> I'm pumped to design and write my own. So yeah, like I, I don't, I don't want the advice bully, bullying type of thing. And so Raina, I love that you just said, I don't know if you want this horror story, but to me, it isn't, it isn't a horror story to know that you did something your way and that that felt okay for you. That is empowering. Just as if someone told me that breastfeeding worked great, you know, like both are empowering to me. Did you guys ever see the girl? She, I mean, I just love stuff like this. She had two pumps on each of her boobs. So she had like a pump on each side. And then she had her dress, like a work pins coat jacket over top. And she was like, this is how I go to work. And she went to a board meeting and it was like, and she's pumping her boobs while she was running a board meeting. And she was like, oh no, no, I'm here to work, but I also am supplying my, my child. But I think to myself, I go, God, women, we just don't have any, there's no break. There's no, there's no break. None. With a beautiful, probably like Banana Republic little pin pin coat. And she's got these two giant pumpers working out her boobies. And I think, God, this girl's not getting any rest. I hope she's hydrating. Yeah, she definitely, like, I mean, that's- <laughs> I hope she's hydrating. That's a testament to two things. That's like, man, women are just the most magical creatures because look at what she can do. I mean, that is so it, like empowering, impressive, inspiring. Equally so would be the mom who said, actually, no, someone else can handle this board meeting. I'm very busy. I'm tending to the life I made. You know, I think that's the thing I'm appreciating the most is more so just the, the complexity and the variety of whatever can say goes. And I think it's leaking into life, by the way. I think it has leaked into life as a whole where I'm like, oh, they run their business that way. That's cool. That's not how I have to do it. Or that's how this person's fashion sense that they rock. Cool. I feel like this empowers me more. Or, you know, even just the idea of things you see online where the comparison would get you. Yeah, of course it still gets me. I am a human and that is normal. But I think that this, this whole chapter of motherhood and seeing how different moms can do it is making me see it for everything. It's making me acknowledge it for everything, not just for this. Have you Googled any celebrities that are pregnant at the same time you are? Like, I'm curious to know if you're rocking this journey with anyone, you know, I, you know me. with anyone famous. Yeah, yeah you I'm know me. Curious. I don't do gossip. I, I, I cannot do it. It is fine, 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 fine. You I'll can, look you. you can look curious. it up. You can look it up and tell me, but no, like that, that's probably been the furthest thing for my mind is Google because. Well, that would probably, I mean. Ellie, like how much is that going to spike the comparison game being like Blake Lively's got her like perfect little boobs out. And I'm just like, but I feel like shit, but you all know that she feels like shit behind the scenes too. <laughs> yeah. I just always like a little celebrity culture to see who's doing what at the same time I am. I'm like, oh, look at so-and-so's getting divorced. Hmm. Mm. Maybe well, I you're not getting divorced. <laughs> you should just start with that. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Did you look it up? Who's pregnant? I mean, uh, Raina, tell your boob story. Did you have a different boob story? I'm going to find 
Raina, tell your boob story. She's googling the, the Hollywood pregnant stars right now. So Raina, tell us your boob. I can't remember what boob story I was gonna say. I don't remember what we're talking about, other than just the waking up. Did you know that it could happen? Like I had no idea at eighteen. I that was I think one thing I want to add is like at eighteen I had no. You know, here you are like thinking about what you want your birth to look like and when you're going to go to the hospital and the drive to the hospital. And I have no recollection of like that preparation. I was literally just like, cool, growing a human. What's today? Growing a human. Like there was no like thinking ahead of like, what's that going to look like? It's just crazy to, you know, see the planning that you're putting into. I'm like, this is what normal human beings do though. (laughs) They like plan for the human that's coming maybe. Yeah, but maybe it's not so much normal and just like training almost training yeah like you go through school you go through your first job you go through all these things probably I'm saying since you since you're the age that you became a mom and those things almost sort of train you to say oh we prep for stuff okay like I have work tomorrow so I prep the lunch I get the workout clothes out the night before I know like those sorts of things and I feel like that's sort of all the the only reason why that that's the case but you know I'm so curious I would have did you journal? Because I would just, I would die to know oh. what eight-year-old you was thinking. See, no. And you're sitting there, you opened the episode going, I'm journaling, I'm doing this daily. And I'm like, God, I should have done that. Like what? But you know, I do, I have one baby book and it has, you know, you lost your first tooth. This was your first word, your favorite thing with your dad, like all of those kinds of things. And I love that I have that, but I only have it for Kinsey. I don't have it for Ella. And then every like, photo I had we bought a camcorder like a little camcorder and again this was like oh oh six the beginning of oh six we got a little camcorder and so we recorded everything for like her entire first year and now like in moves and stuff like that I have like three of the little tapes and you can't just like pop them in something you have to get them like transitioned into like a dvd and then I have to have a dvd player and I'm just like it makes it so hard for like me to look back where now I could have my phone or you know my computer to have like all of these things on and we can make like slideshows and all of this stuff so I hope you're just documenting everything and taking as many pictures as possible so makes me happy that you are well look I have another question that you just brought up where you just said for the first baby you did this and the second one you didn't and that is something that I can say I've read a lot about online this almost joke of firstborn mom has the baby book mom has two billion photos mom has your first everything baby too mom has some photos mom has a half completed baby book mom maybe knows what your first thing was and then it's like baby three and it's like you're just lucky to be here kid mom did not have the time so would you attest to that yes or no absolutely absolutely Allie's nodding yes (laughs) but it's so sad too because then you're like I don't know I just like damn why did I like why why do we do that don't know I won't for a third if that happens like what you're busy you're busy you're busy yeah but you're busy with the first one too I guess having another then you're like doubly busy but it's like and we had them close together so there was that too like having two in diapers is just you're just it was it was crazy it's hard to wake up yeah I don't want to be the bearer of bad news on this celebrity journey that I've kind of gone on a spiral downhill to find other celebrities that are pregnant at the same time or you are Amanda, but I have come up with someone that we might want to track. Do you remember Jersey Shore? Because I feel like there's an Italian maybe connection (laughs) that we could support in this, but Mike, the situation is to be a baby daddy. There's about to be a little situation. 
Yeah. And a little situation. I, I can't say that that relates to me in any sort of Italian way, but yeah, I know, I know who he is. <laughs> Definitely remember the situation. What was her name? Snooky? Nookie? What was her Wait, name? is it her baby? No, they're not together. He, they've oh. all branched off. Snooky Nookie, whatever her name is. She's got like a couple kids, but the situation is expecting. And I just feel that that might be something to track. Uh, no, not well. Him himself is not. He is not pregnant. But who's his girlfriend? Who's his wife? Yeah, it's a, someone else. It wasn't a Jersey okay. Shore person. But we, other, don't, we don't really care. Okay. okay, fine. I mean, I'm just thinking that Jersey Shore might be kind of a fun thing that we track. But the other thing, the other one that I did like was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Do you remember her? I loved wow. her. Why is she pregnant? Yeah, she's she's got a baby coming. That's all. I just read an article. Oh, I see. Uh, and it's not first time mom for her though, is it? No, definitely a second. So oh, I see. But I, I like I liked her. I think I she's like, got good energy. I liked her too. I don't remember where she where was she from. She did like I think. I know what you like. Did, did she summer. ever do anything that we was it that was she on that? I think so. I th and she was in like par Party of Five. God, I could be so wrong. Party of five. So wrong. Please Google this, people. Do not. Yeah. Amanda said. Party of five, spot on. <laughs> yes, it was. That's very so, Okay. Yeah. So now we've cleared it up. Amanda, your pregnancy is number one. The situation will follow. And Jennifer Love Hewitt. Cool. Yeah. Good to know. If anyone else yeah. is, is expecting, let, let us know so we can build the roster. Um, well, <laughs> listen, I, everybody, this is just an exciting time. I think all of us are feeling so jazzed about the idea of something new of a new season on the way. We have summer creeping in. We have, you know, all my fingers and toes are crossed while I say this, but hopefully more reopening things on the schedule in terms of um, just getting to um, a healthier space uh, in our communities and things like that. So, um, you know, I just know one thing's for sure is that we have a lot of fun chatting about all this stuff and getting to hear each other's perspectives, but we also love to hear from all of you. So don't forget to send us a DM. Um, don't forget to share, to like, and to follow with any anybody who you think that this would resonate with. We love knowing that we are one of your favorite podcasts out there and that you pay it forward to others. So we will catch you next time on our next episode of Rad and we'll see you then. Oh,